Well, hello there, and welcome to the wonderful Light at the End podcast. I am Rasvan. I'm recording this on a Saturday. It's the 1st of October 2022, and this is not my most jolly month. This is one of the toughest, toughest months of the year for me. I do Sober October every year, and it's a bit difficult, at least at the beginning. Today was my first day, and it wasn't easy. But I'll tell you more about that uh, later on. Um, first of all, let's get into the comedy shows for the next week. I was looking at what's going on in Vienna, and I have three show recommendations for you. Two of them, uh, I'm on it, so uh, I'm on the show. So it's uh, kind of selfish of me to mention those, but here we go. Um I'm going to be on the 3rd of October, that's Monday, at Charlie P's. Uh, doors open at 7.30. Um, show usually starts around 8, 8.15. This is one of the best rooms in Vienna at the moment. Um, the, the dude who organizes it has done a great job of building it up. And um, I really, really enjoy performing there. You can check it out on um, on his page, uh, Vina Comedy. He's got all kinds of, uh, I don't know, he's got a trailer running for it, and he's got artwork and everything. It's he did it like very very professional, and um, I love uh, I love performing at that show. Let's hope I, I get a spot. He hasn't posted the lineup yet, but um, I'm pretty confident that I'll get a spot. I'm I'm one of the first people who signed up. So yeah, um, I'm not performing on Wednesday. I don't think the the open mic is happening on Wednesday because the room is booked for something else. So Shabin is booked for a show called Identity Crisis. Um, Ali Hasnain is performing at that show with one of his comedian friends. One of his funny comedian friends. I'm one of his comedian friends. So, you know, um, this one looks like a more professionally organized show. Um... He's doing 10 bucks at the door. So I'm sorry, 12 bucks at the door, 10 bucks if you order it online. Just um, search Shabin uh, International Pub Vienna on Facebook and you'll find his event. It's happening on Wednesday the 5th. And then I'm going to perform at Cafe Votif on Saturday. Um, I'm not performing today because I, I, I thought I was, I thought I had signed up, but uh, I, I kind of missed that. So I didn't sign up, so I didn't get a spot. That's um, really not surprising now, is it? So uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to stay in tonight and do some, some, some little chores because uh, I got an early day tomorrow. I've, I'm going to have early days all month this month. Because, as I said at the beginning, it's the wonderful uh, wonderful month of October. And the wonderful month of October is no joke for me. I do this project called Sober October, which means I don't drink, I don't smoke. Uh, and I have a fitness challenge, which is usually the toughest part of the whole exercise. Uh, this year I'm doing kettlebells, I'm doing half an hour kettlebell exercises every day, which is not, 
not easy to start from almost zero. That was the last year I just did 100 push-ups a day. Um, and the first day I could do it. The second day was definitely tough. And then the third day I couldn't. <clears throat> so that's really the um, the toughest part about this project. is It's not that the, the volume you do, is the everydayness of it. It's like if you miss one day, you're already behind and you have to make it up the next day if you at least want to wanna reach your goal. Because um, I was considering, oh, no, now uh, I missed a day. Now I missed a goal. That's it. That's it. You can't, you can't have train every day and then not train every day. But then I realized that if I did allow myself to make up for the day, I would continue the project and then it would be um, a, a better thing because then I would average something every day. So, yeah, that's what I'm up to. I... I have you ever woken up at five? Well, I didn't wake up at five. I woke up at six. Um, see, I'm already lying to you. The moment I start trying to talk about working out, I'm already lying to people. So I woke up at six and then I was outside uh, for half an hour doing my little, my little kettlebells exercise. And now I'm beat. That's how you know you're in your 30s. It's uh, the moment you, you wake up early to work out. <sighs> 12 hours later, oh my God. It's uh, 5.20 now that I'm recording this and I'm probably going to be done around uh, around 6. And uh, God damn it, am I falling asleep. But I did get my, uh, my little uh, energy drink over here. So I'm just going to sip that for a while. And hopefully we'll get through this. Um, I I don't want to really talk to you about uh, that much this uh, this week. Um, not that much happened this week, but I was um, I was just busy performing uh, all over the place. I thought I was going to perform three times um, this week, but it turns out because I'm a scatterbrain, it's only twice. If you forget to sign up for shows, that's what happens. So yeah, that's how it's going with me. Um, definitely the toughest part of, I mean, I wouldn't say the toughest part, but one of the tough parts of this is quitting smoking. It's like, I don't know, it's, sometimes I think it's not that addictive, but whenever I do it, uh, whenever I quit it in October, the first three to five days it's really difficult it's like everything i do i just think like, oh i would light one up right now and i just just suck on it uh, there's a demon in you i shit you not so i'm dealing with that for now it's just um 24 hours since i began So, this is what we're doing. <clears throat> now, what was in going on interesting in the Vienna comedy scene this week? Um, the show on Monday was one of the one of the most belly flopped bombs that I've done in a while. Um, this is a show that was um, 
it had a break over the summer. Ali, my friend, is running that show for, I would say, two years now almost. I think more, even more than that, maybe more than two years. He's running a show there uh, every second week at the moment. And that room was always tough. That was always a bit of a tough room. Not because of anything that the comedians were doing. It's just how it, how the crowd turned out there. And the way they're, they're, they're seated is that they, there's a lot of uh, distance in between the seats. And the people are kind of... They're kind of tempted to have conversations, to not pay attention to the shows. And um, you got to really bring your A-game there. And I thought it would be a good idea, because the show was uh, on break uh, for the summer. I forgot what how it runs there. So I just went up on stage and well, went with the light. Hey, I wrote some new jokes for you guys. Do you want to hear them? which is the worst way you can ever start. Just don't ever do that. But yeah, so um, I went on, on stage and I started with that and I got nothing on my new jokes. To be fair, there weren't really written jokes. It was just an idea that I had, which is just use horrible lines on stage use horrible pickup lines on stage and try to work around them to try to, to, to interact with the crowd on the base of how bad they were. So it was like the first one, um, the first idea that I had was like just going up on stage and being like, hey, I wrote some pickup lines. Uh, I'm trying to date offline now and my friends told me that pickup lines are the way to go. So I wrote this one. So uh, this is a pickup line. I just look at a woman and say, hey, uh, wanna fuck? And I just leave it in the air. Just let the awkwardness marinate there and then be like, all right, so you guys, so you guys don't like this one. I'll just put it in the maybe category and see if I if I can get a, get, uh, get a laugh going like that. Just basically, uh, force myself to interact with them in some certain some weird way uh, on how bad my pickup line skills are and then let's see if we can find common ground and some kind of laughter there and it sounds like a good idea now that I'm telling it to you it doesn't work it didn't work last time I'm I'm definitely gonna give it uh, another chance at some point because I think there's something there, but I really got to go back to the to the drawing board uh, on that. And I was uh, I was hanging out with my with my buddies after my set, and we were all talking and chatting. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, I don't know. I I have no idea where I lost them. I was really uh, really bummed out after it. I got it back. I got a few laughs uh, during the set, and then at the end when I was doing like real tested material but uh, I would still consider that as a bomb and I was kind of bummed out after it I was and I I told my friends that I was bummed out after after the show <clears throat> and uh, one of the guys who started after me was like dude you actually 
you told me never start with new jokes. And then you did. And I felt like such a dumbass. I felt like, oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was like, I really shouldn't give advice that I don't follow that well. So that was, that was fun. Um, and uh, it was like, it was so interesting to, to, to hang out with these guys because some of them I haven't seen uh, that much during the summer. They weren't performing that much. And now we were just uh, riffing on each other's joke. Uh, jokes and messing with each other for example there, there was this one lady who showed in uh showed up at the at the pub really really drunk and when i say lady i mean like she's she was 40 if she was a day and she was all interested in talking to all of the guys but she was she was to say she was buzzed it was an understatement she was like, yeah, I, I looked at her and like, dude, don't, don't let her cross the street in the condition she's in. And my friends, because I have this joke uh, about um, being attracted to MILFs, um, they were already trying to set us up. They were like, hey, have you met my friend Raswan? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Roland. Oh, my God. God, he was so trying to make something happen. Hey, you heard that? It's a joke, you asshole. Oh, you can't make jokes anymore. You make the same joke a couple of times. And then it's always like, hey, I, I thought you wanted to fuck MILFs. Yeah, it's kind of in the name, but, you know, you can't decide that this one's a MILF. It's going to be, you know, the MILFiness is kind of in the eye of the beholder. That's how I feel about that. So, um, yeah, they kept trying to push it. And, of course, nothing happened because she didn't just, she just walked into a, a door and just walked away. I was like, dude, don't, don't start anything with that. And then there was, this was all taking, um, this was all happening in the, um, in the break of the show and uh, then the second half of the show went on and one of my friends oh my god this was this was actually the wildest thing i've seen uh in in vienna on stage since i've been doing uh since i've been doing comedy this is definitely the wildest thing that i've, that I've ever seen so this one friend of mine one fellow comedian um how can I put this? I, I, I don't want to get in trouble here, but let's just say, um, let's just say somebody had a wardrobe malfunction and we saw balls on stage. Well, technically we saw a ball on stage. Not fully clearly, but it was clearly a ball. And the dude definitely... I don't think he knew or I don't think he knew. I don't think he realized that the situation was such that he exposed his ball for 10 good seconds. For 10 good seconds, we could see a ball through pantyhose and very nice ball, very smooth. I do, I do have to, I do have to admit that. 
but I was looking like I didn't know in the moment. I didn't know what to do. It's still now just thinking about it. It just cracks me up. But then in the moment, it was just a moment where I completely froze. I was just, is that what I was looking at it? And I was thinking, is that what I think? This can't be. This can't be. And then he kept, uh, he kept holding his t-shirt up or his sweater up in a, in a way that it wasn't covering it. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, that, that happened. That's one of the wildest things that I've seen, uh, on com. Listen to me, I'm, I can't even find words on this. That is the wildest thing I've seen in comedy in Vienna since I started doing it. And hey, if you show up to a show, you might see a ball of yourself. It's <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, so weird. Such a weird night. That was Monday. Um, I was... Uh, also, we had uh, we had a different kind of uh, a drama. Uh, it's it's always something going down in the in the comedy scene, and it's weird because it's a very small group of people. Everybody knows each other, and you would think that uh, well, because it's just like ten guys, we should get along fine. But it's not always the case. So. One comedian challenged another comedian to a fight because, according to him, uh, the other comedian has been talking shit about him, which is... It's not... He wasn't talking shit, but he wasn't a, saying... He, he didn't say... He didn't tell us that he liked him. Let's, let's just put it that way. So the second comedian didn't tell other people that he liked the first one and the first one escalated the 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 I, I wouldn't even call it a fight because those guys were not fighting they were just not really liking each other but this the first guy escalated it to no let's fight because uh you know uh my father fought in world war ii uh, my grandfather fought in world war ii and he probably kicked your grandfather's ass he he went to that level like my grandfather kicked your grandfather's ass so now i'm gonna kick oh my god it was just uh ridiculous. he didn't he didn't say this to his face that would have required some kind of uh some kind of balls because however strong you are you come up to a guy like that, he might get hit. You you never know. It could happen. So, um, he basically posted it on social media under the, the, let's call it the disguise of having it, oh no, we'll do it for charity and will uh, the loser will pay uh, this much and that much money to charity which is complete horse shit you just want to you just want to kick the guy's ass and have people watch because it's of course it's more fun if you kick a guy's ass in a in in a public way but that shit's never going to happen man these are 
comedians, man. We're just... Some of the guys, people with kids, man, they can't be fighting like they're 12. <sighs> this isn't a pokey gym. Come on, guys, grow up. Fucking. Yeah, so. And of course, the, the second guy didn't take it seriously. He didn't take, he didn't think, oh, no, we're fighting now. But it was still kind of interesting to see how fast uh just two guys not liking each other could go to like well let's fight now let's let's go fight it's not smart not smart guys and uh yeah i really want to end the podcast on a on a on a high note but that was uh yeah that was pretty much how my uh how my week went and uh what i what i did uh around the comedy clubs but um yeah that's uh that's pretty much it for me and that's pretty much it for today hope you guys had a great week um please sure to to tell me about it uh we have an email address where you can write me any questions uh i don't know curse at me uh call me an asshole it's called light at the end podcast at gmail.com see we're using a gmail address very very professional over here at the show so um yeah write me anything i would love to answer some questions even if they're um they're the the stupid kind like how old were you when you realized when you that you were an asshole uh, you know, shit like that. That's how I. That's how my listeners sound to me. By the way, hey, how old were you when you realized that you barely articulate, barely, just like I am. See, I brought it full circle. Anyway, hope you had a great week. Hope you're gonna have another great one. And um, stay tuned for me talking shit about other comedians' problems on the podcast. And yeah, wish me luck for Sober October. Uh, I'm going to need it because uh, doing that kind of uh, exercise uh, every day is uh, definitely going to be tough. Anyway, this is the podcast. This is Light at the End. You guys have a good one. Bye.